celebrating female role models across our community. Live from Geelong Grammar School in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Be Like Her Live on GGS Live. Welcome everyone, live from Geelong Grammar School in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Be Like Her live on GGS Live. My name is Erin and my co-hosts today are Chloe, Cindy and Liv. Our special guest today is Ms. Rebecca Cody, the principal of Geelong Grammar School. How are you? I'm really well. I'm yeah. nervous, but yeah, I'm really we all well. Are. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're delighted to have you here. So I guess we'll go straight into it. Like it's radio, it's a bit daunting, but hopefully we'll all have a great experience. So. I guess the first question we all kind of want to ask is the basic question of what led you to becoming a principal here at Geelong Grammar School? Oh, well, two part. I, I think there's a question about what led me to be a principal and then coming here. Mm. Uh, are you interested in the first bit about I mean, both yeah, parts? Okay, well, that the, the whole principalship was an accident, really. It was certainly nothing that I had ever aspired to do but a a very important lesson to me was that other people thought that I might be able to contribute in that space and so they shoulder tapped me if you if that makes sense they said I I remember I was uh, 21 and an advertisement in those days went up on a notice board not via email (laughs) about a job and I remember a colleague, I was a beginning teacher really, said, you should, you should do that. You should apply for that job. And this is how bizarre, but I went to the bathroom mm. and then I thought, all right, I should. And so I went to the principal, I knocked on the door, he nearly fell off his chair. Mm. Uh, but to his credit, he said, okay, uh, I'll, I'll see you next week. And then I was interviewed and then I had my first promotional position. So I was a little naive really just showing up and saying, well, okay, some people think I might be able to contribute so I'll give it a go and I gave it a go. And that's really what happened with the principalship. My, my first principalship was quite similar. Someone said, hey, I think wow, she might be the one to do this job. And Geelong Grammar, that would probably take the whole interview. Uh, But I'd been – when I was approached about the role, I'd been a principal for a very long time Mm -hmm. in two other contexts and I want to very much remain in education throughout my life because I do believe in making a positive difference. And I thought I'm forever telling students to – show up, you know, and have courage. So it was a bit, it was was me trying to live that promise to myself and say, okay, what could I do here? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, You said that you didn't see yourself going to be a principal and that you wanted, you were going to have to tell kids for like when as being a principal to take on the challenge of new things and new ideas and did you just like think of that when you were going into the role as like being a principal? You were like, oh, well, I've got to do this. Why would I aspire to this? How did you get in that headspace? Like the headspace of getting, wrapping your head around this whole experience? Well, mindset and headspace is just so critical to well being and, and I think living a meaningful life. So I've always been interested in that. And I, 
I guess it was my own experience as a young person realising that so many people can impact you, can influence you both positively and negatively. And I thought I don't want to be the kind of person that influences people negatively. I want to be the kind of person who can uplift people, who can energise people. And I haven't always done that. You know, I've made lots of mistakes and I've no doubt disappointed people along the way, but I'm still very much motivated by being an adult in a young person's life, whether they're three or 18, and being the kind of person who can see them and hear them because I know what that felt like for me as a child. I was really shy mm. and a uh, bit of a misfit at some times of my life and the kindness of some of those adults I'm forever indebted to. So it's connected to mindset, I guess, Chloe. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You mentioned about um, your childhood and how like the adults in your life have influenced you. Mm. Do you think um, – what kind of influence do you think – how big of an impact are you making on the students of the school? Hey, you tell me. <laughs> uh, look, I'm, I'm a realist in the sense that I know that my influence won't always be, you know, positive for every student. I, I accept that. I accept that I'd be very unpopular for a whole group of people who I just don't resonate with. But I do want to keep showing up being very, you know, consistent and fair and living by my values and the school's values and trying to role model for people that in leadership you have to make really tough decisions and they won't always be popular decisions. But if you're motivated by striving to be wise, by striving to make a positive difference, I don't know, in the end, you know, people mightn't appreciate you for it at the time, but maybe history will think kindly on it. I, I, I'm, I'm a real worrier, so I, I, I'm answerable firstly to myself and so I have to look myself in the mirror at the end of every day and go, mm, how'd you go today? Mm. Mm, not quite 10 out of 10. How can you make it better tomorrow? And I don't mean 10 out of 10 to be a perfectionist. I just mean to keep that perspective so, uh, well, we think you are 10 out of 10, by the yeah, way. That's why we're interviewing you, yeah. because we think you're role model, supermodel, everything. Yeah, for certain groups of people, definitely. Like you said, for certain types of people, you won't resonate. But definitely, I know that for some groups of people, you definitely do resonate. Thank yes, you, definitely. Cindy. Thank you. That's kind. Hit Appreciate that. A bit of encouragement to keep me going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just, just before, you talked about um, how you stumbled into being principal. Mm -hmm. What did you do before that? Tell us about. Oh, uh, you mean all the sorts of jobs I've had? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, my first job, uh, not a paid job, uh, was uh, working in the kitchen of mm. my uh, parents' business for a very long time when I was a child. And I did it so that I could earn enough money to uh, buy myself a BMX bike. That was all the rage when dinosaurs <laughs> roamed the yeah. earth. And uh, <laughs> then I kept doing it uh, because I wanted to go to the Adelaide Arts Festival uh, and my parents uh, said, we'll pay for your first school trip, but if you want to go on another one, you need to do it yourself. Then I was uh, employed by the Maya department store uh, 
Uh, and my job there, wait for it, was wrapping Christmas presents. <laughs> and people bring you what? What do you think people bring you to wrap? The hardest things to wrap. And what would they be? Oh, like clothes. Clothes. Oh, wait. Electronics. Makeup. Oh, makeup's a good Makeup one. would be so I love your thinking, but We're no. in Maya. Wait, they wouldn't be food, would they? No. <laughs> it's crystal that comes in a round oh my God. box. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's very difficult to wrap rounds. Well, now yeah. you, well, your kids will never be able to guess what you're wrapping because you can just like wrap it into all different shapes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. I didn't say I was an expert, but I gave it a red hot go. So I did that and then this might surprise you. Uh, my part-time job uh, at university was as a bouncer. As a <laughs> Miss wow. Cody the bouncer, you know. Don't like- mess with me. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's amazing. As wow. a security guard. And it was really quite interesting. There were five of us who trained uh, for it, five uh young women at the time and uh, I lasted the the training and that was fascinating. It taught me a lot about, even though I had to train physically in terms of self-defence, it taught me a lot about negotiation and Mm. sometimes distraction too about how you can de-escalate situations. I don't know. And then uh, (laughs) teaching, I'm a teacher of English, literature, philosophy and health uh, I was a head of senior school for a period of time, an Gosh. assistant to the deputy wow. principal, and then the principal. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean that's amazing. So you've had so many different experiences and so many different types of jobs. But what do you think so special about being a woman, specifically in the education sector? <laughs> I don't really know how to answer that because I don't know it. I mm. I don't know what it is to be a man in education. Mm. I, I only know what it is to be me in education. Mm. And I, I've always believed that we are far more human mm. than we are gendered. But I do believe that gender is also a social construct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think the symbols and the messages about gender – are important. So what does it mean to be a woman in education? I think it means to be someone who has an eye for all of humanity. Mm. I don't know. It's very it's complex. very complicated. Yeah, that one. Um, if you were to talk to past principals, what would you tell them from Geelong, Grandma? Like the first principal. It's difficult. Yeah, because oh. most of them were, most of them were male dominated. Well, they were all, all male. They were so all and because at that time people were not so accepting and it was a whole boys boarding boarding school then like would they notice what GGS looks like now? Would they know that it would be co-ed? Like Yeah, what would they think about the school now? Oh, that's a million dollar question. So I am, as you point out, I'm the 12th principal of the school and the first woman and the first Australian born in 163 years. Wow. That's incredible. Um, thank you. I, I think I just showed up at, the, at a particular point in time. What would I say to them? I'd be kind because I, I think that most people really do try to show up and be their very best uh, at any given moment. Mm. And I know how hard it is to have a lot of people looking and watching and waiting for you to make mistakes. So I'm not sure exactly what I would say. I would say thank you as well for 
I'd be very deliberate about what I wanted to thank. You know, each one I would thank them for something different because mm. I, I think every leader moves a school uh, forward in some way. So I'd be kind and I'd be grateful. And I'd say, hey, 163 years on, this is a hard gig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just a reminder, if you are tuning in, you're listening to Be Like Her Live on GGS Live, live from Geelong Grammar School in Melbourne, Australia. Once again, my name is Erin and my co-hosts today are Chloe, Cindy and live and our special guest today is of course the wonderful Ms. Rebecca Cody. <laughs> I could hang out with you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> this is uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. So guys just um, following on from what you said before so mm. how does it feel to carry like do you ever feel the weight of this history on your back? Actually every day. Wow. And uh, not f uh, for positive reasons every day either. So you are aware that our school has a dark history too. Mm. And so I'm very aware every day. In fact, I have been forever changed by my experiences here in terms of student safety and child safety and, and what that means. So I do feel a great weight every day about making sure we are respecting young people, we're listening to young people and we're really keeping them safe as well as educating them brilliantly. Yeah. So there is a weight to it. I think there's a weight to any leadership role if you take responsibility mm. and full accountability. Because when things go well, it's everybody else's uh, success and I truly believe that. Mm. Yet when things go badly, mm. uh, it's it's the leader who must face that. And I don't say that in any other way other than as a truth. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how it should be. But with that comes... It's a burden. A weight. Sometimes yeah, a, sometimes a burden, not always, but there's a, a sense of... Pros and cons. No, mm. It's Both a sides. great re responsibility. It is, yeah. yeah. Well, and um, since we're, <laughs> since we're uh, uh, well, the theme of this being like her, so um, so just going to bring it back to gender. Do you think, especially in the role of great responsibility, do you think people will trust you less because of your gender? Oh, trust me less because I'm a woman, or like not look as you as an equal or even better. Like not look as you as the principal, but like a woman who like just got the job because <laughs> they oh, needed that. someone. Yeah. Oh, oh, that old chestnut. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Uh, I've received correspondence that would suggest it. Mm. So I know that there are uh, people who even in 2022 have not quite adjusted to the idea that, that women uh, can lead and lead a community well. Mm. Remind me of that question, that, the other part <laughs> oh, of that yeah. question. So, so, yeah, the responsibility, do you think carrying that gets any harder because you're a woman? Again, I don't have the comparison point really. I just have my experiences. And some of the things that do bother me is, you know, why do people think it's okay to comment on the the way I sound or the way I look or uh, my husband or my parenting. I don't know a, I don't know many 
actually I haven't had a conversation with a, a man in leadership who said, you know, gee, I'm tired of people talking about my hair or what I choose to mm. wear or the inflection of my voice or who I chose to marry or shouldn't I be at home with my children. Uh, and I'm hopeful uh, that in years to come that won't even be a factor for anyone, yeah. mm. man, woman, it shouldn't be. Yeah. Mm. Um, you were mentioning before about like what you wear. You said something about people judging you for what you wear or something. And we just wanted to know, we were talking about this before. We're not sure if you know, but your fashion is iconic. Is there any story behind the vibrant <laughs> yes. colours and the classic the pantsuit? You're wearing a very stylish outfit today. If like yeah. the question everyone's been waiting see for. Us, but yeah, like you could see us if you went on to the app, like just a little like self promo. Well, not self, but like. But mm. yeah, the vibrant colors, the pantsuit. There's so oh. many iconic looks. What's the story behind it? <laughs> Do you know? I wasn't aware of that until uh, during my principalship in New Zealand, and some of the students would uh, raise that they were coming back to me and. Uh, after a weekend out and about with their family or their mum or something like that. Mm. And they would take photos and say, oh, Miss Cody, we, we saw this jacket or we saw the – and, you know, we took a photo and we thought, you know, that might be you. And honestly, it was only at that point where I thought, oh, I must have a look going on uh, <laughs> that I, did, I didn't realise. I just see it as an expression of self-respect, uh, an expression of uh, identity, uh, I like to make sure that I show up in an outfit that's appropriate for context. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to have a bit of fun with it sometimes. And I don't, you know, uh, I started the principalship at a really quite young age and I'd go to a hairdresser and, <laughs> you know, they would chit-chat where all I wanted to do was work and they'd say, oh, what do you do? And I'd say, I'm a principal. And all of a sudden I'd come out with this really old-fashioned <laughs> haircut or blow wave and I was mm. like, no. I, I, you know, I want to rock it in my own wow. way, and it doesn't matter how old I am. I can, I can. It's just an expression. Yeah, it's self-expression. Mm -hmm. It's like breaking the idea of what people think you should be like. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And hopefully, it gives other people confidence to, to just yeah. rock their own I mean, look. Be the way they are. It's giving everyone confidence. I, I know I've been inspired by your amazing fashion style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Not know this was a yes. thing, but yeah, Queen I just, Victoria vibes. Yeah, Queen Victoria vibes. I just think it's amazing. <laughs> the, the fashion's amazing. The attitude of actually find it quite interesting that you just don't view gender. You just try to focus on yourself, not complaining. I think that's a really interesting attitude. That's quite inspiring. And I, I think it maybe too is a coping mechanism. Definitely. Because is. if you dwell too much on the negative, then your mindset becomes downward spiraling. And if if my mindset I mean of course I have really low days. Mm. Uh, some days where I just, you know, I don't want to come to work even mm. or I don't want to face the community. But if that's a choice too, like I, you have to be able to self-regulate and, and move yourself up and out of a situation. And if you can't move yourself up and out of that downward spiral, then you need some help. And I'm always been someone who openly seeks help. And then if you've sought the help and it's still not working for you, you know what? Life is so short. Do yeah. something else. Yeah. Yep. That's that optimism is just amazing. Has been very inspiring. But that's all we have time for today. Thank really? you. 
Miss Rebecca Cody for that amazing Thank talk you. on fashion to <laughs> you know the little add-in about how it was like your coping mechanism and at least it's a really good one because stylish I'm yes. just gonna say yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's Thank you. been great pleasure talking to you today. Thank you for your leadership. I, I really appreciate that you've taken this opportunity and uh, I think you're excelling. Yep. Great job. I mean, it's been amazing. All of us, I hope the audience has enjoyed today's session as well. Live from Geelong Grammar School in Melbourne, Australia, you have been listening to Be Like Her Live on GGS Live. My name is Erin and my co-hosts today were Chloe, Cindy <laughs> and Liv. And thank you for joining us, Miss Cody. And I hope everyone has a great day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for thinking yeah. of me. That's great. Celebrating female role models across our community, live from Geelong Grammar School in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Be Like Her Live on GGS Live.